Hello and welcome to Starting Over with Shannon. This is a podcast about fresh starts, new chapters and embracing change and challenge to become a better version of ourselves and create a better world around us. I'm your host Shannon Jenkins and every week I'll be bringing you a different starting over story with tips on how to conquer life's difficulties to find greater joy, meaning and purpose. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Starting Over podcast. If you're new here, a big, big welcome to you. And if you're one of our returning listeners, as always, I am so, so grateful that you are here and so proud that you keep putting in the work to shift your mindset, to heal your past and take steps towards a better tomorrow. Now today, this is a short and sweet one. And I want to talk to you about three very important mindset shifts that we need to make in order to cut those chains of fear, self-doubt and negativity that keep us stuck, unhappy and playing smaller than we ought to as well. And these mindset shifts are actually inspired by the wise words of my 83-year-old grandmother who has come over to Switzerland from Australia to spend time with us. It literally never fails to amaze me how she approaches life with such resilience and optimism. But she wasn't always this way. Let me tell you a story. So it's 1965. My grandmother, Pauline, was living in Wolverhampton, England, when she learned that she had a lump in her breast. It was successfully removed. But then in one cold January morning the following year, she had an x-ray and discovered that in fact she had tuberculosis. I asked her, how how was this for you, Grandma? She said, I didn't know what to do. I walked home along the canal, crying, unsure of what my life would come to. She asked, of course, the doctors whether it was possible to be treated at home, but no, given that tuberculosis is highly contagious, She had to be placed in isolation at hospital. How long for? She asked. Anything from 10 weeks or more, said the doctors. But those 10 weeks turned into four months. And she was isolated in hospital, bedridden, having medication, injections every single day. She said for her, she wasn't allowed to knit. That was particularly difficult. And... Most importantly, she wasn't able to see her family or her friends. My mother, her daughter, was only four or five years old at the time. And she had to spend those four months without seeing her at all. These are the scars of trauma, right? But she was determined to not let this take her. Then one day... Towards the end of her stay, the doctors let her parents come to visit her. And she said her father was so scared at the prospect that she wouldn't make it like so many others, just like her sister, in fact, who tuberculosis had claimed her life at 25 years old. But she said, don't you worry, dad, I will make it through this. I will come out. You see, she was determined that she would get better and she did. 
And a story that she always tells our family is that she went into hospital as meek and mild as a lamb and she came out like a lion because those four months gave her so much time to think, so much time to reflect on the choices that she had made, namely being married to somebody who was abusive physically and and otherwise. And she said, I'm never going to let somebody harm me again. And this mindset of resilience has endured and it is what she cultivated during the most difficult time in her life. And the idea of always keeping hope and faith that things are going to get better is something that she has credited her happiness with for the rest of her life. So one evening while she's here visiting us, in Switzerland, we shared a glass of wine together and she told me some of these stories and and the wisdom she learned. And I wanna share it with you too, because I do think that so often the wisdom of the elderly is lost. We have an ageist culture and of course a culture which also privileges scientific knowledge and advancement. And while that's not bad, of course, it. I think we can still have the wisdom that is passed down from generation to generation. It reminds me of, for those of you who listened to one of the previous podcast episodes with world-renowned psychotherapist, Dr. Luana Marquez from Harvard University. She studies anxiety in particular, and she says the same thing of her grandmother. She said, when she was young, she had a lot of social anxiety, and her grandmother instinctively knew that the best way to overcome this would be to gently get her to socialize in low-stakes situations, aka probably speaking to the old dude rather than the young boy that she fancied. But she said, you know what? There was so much wisdom in that and it is completely compatible with the science. In fact, it's exactly what we call exposure therapy in psychology in which we encourage people to approach their fears as opposed to avoid them, which only makes them grow further. So elderly wisdom, (laughs) it is. So grandma, what are these mindset shifts? What What can I share with those on the Starting Over podcast today? And she said one of the most important things is cultivate hope, not fear. And by that, she says, never, ever project a negative future for yourself, ever. Always stay hopeful about what the future holds. And it makes me think perhaps of the the old saying, you know, watch your thoughts, they become your words. Watch your words, they become your actions. Watch your actions, they become your habits. Then they become your character and what's your character becomes your destiny. You see, the more that we worry about a negative outcome in our future, the more likely it is to happen. And our negative thoughts end up becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy should we choose to engage with them and act on them. And this, of course, doesn't mean that we should live in fantasy land, but we should make steps to be conscious of the negativity that we allow into our lives, into our minds, and particularly that which we ruminate on and play over and over again. Second, she says, embrace action over overthinking. As my grandma put it, she said, life is far too short to keep overthinking. Just do it. Take the risk. Pursue your dream. I think there's something so special about so many older people who've really learned how to embrace mindfulness and soak up these beautiful moments in life. 
maybe it is the realization that life is fleeting, but I think there's also something in people coming to terms with the regrets that they have towards the end of their life, which is that they spent so much of it overthinking, not being present, not spending time doing what truly matters, what truly lights you up. So the moment of reflection here for you is, can you dare to zoom ahead or zoom out and see a larger picture of your life and what you will have be proud of having achieved, of having overcome, of having experienced. And her third point, how can you invite more joy into your activities? The key takeaway from her was let it be uplifting. It doesn't always have to be so serious and so heavy. And I think so many of us, we do spend so much time engaging so seriously in life. But what if we could go about our daily activities with a little bit more lightness, with a little bit more ease. It's a practice, but it is something that we can bring into our daily life. You know, your hobbies or spending time with your loved ones or even at, even at work, you know, can you go, okay, relax my shoulders right now, be more at peace, dare to have a smile on my face even though I'm doing a tax return right now. And I think the the overarching message was it's not what you do infrequently that counts it's what you do with consistency what are the changes that you need to make and dare to engage in consistently because that is what is going to change your life like i said a short and sweet one this week everyone but i have so many great episodes upcoming so do be sure to check them out soon take care bye